Hey everybody, how are you doing? This is Chris. This is episode 148 of the Libertarian Republican Podcast. Thanks again for joining me. I know it's been two weeks and I apologize and I, I have excuses, but I'm not going to bore you with my excuses. So I'm just going to just uh, continue, just plow right ahead here. Um, this episode is about the return of Trump. Uh, Trump had a uh, CNN town hall last week, and I just wanted to go over it. I don't know if you watched it or not. It's it's kind of hard to find. It's it's almost like their CNN is is trying to pretend it never happened, <laughs> which is kind of funny. But because uh, um, they did cut it short, it was supposed to be 90 minutes, and they cut it to like 69 minutes or something. They just ended it. And uh, even though there were people in the audience who wanted to ask more questions, and they they just said, oh, we're, we're, we're cutting this short. And and they're all saying, we shouldn't have given uh, Donald Trump this kind of platform for spreading his disinformation and all that stuff. And, and of course, you know, they say it's a threat to democracy. You know, when it's a threat to democracy if you are allowed to hear what Donald Trump says, has to say, um, you know, which is insane because I mean, obviously they don't care about democracy that they, they're absolutely well, actually, I mean, they're, they're because, de, well, I mean, democracy is basically mob rule and, um, they are afraid of the mob. I think the, you know, the people in Washington, are terrified of the of the mob. the The ruling class is terrified of the mob. You know, as as Shakespeare says it, the mob the mob is fickle. And I really think that you know they love the mob if the mob is on their side. They love the mob. They they and they want to use the mob, but they know that the mob is fickle. The mob could turn on them, and. Uh, and so they don't want anybody who might lead the mob against them, which is why they hate Trump. So, but okay, so the, the it was it was hosted by it was hosted by Caitlin Collins, who clearly hates Trump, um, and she was just attacking Trump the entire time. But uh, so okay, at the beginning. They, the, the very first question was about the 2020 election. Will you finally accept that you lost the 2020 election? Well, uh, of course, Trump said no. I, I, you know, the election was rigged. It was stolen. And I think he's right. Of course, he, he's right. The election was rigged and stolen. There was so many, uh, you know, ex- there's so many examples of, of how it was rigged and stolen. Like, for example, in Wisconsin, you had the, the nursing homes where the, the, the Democrats basically sent people to the nursing homes and miraculously, you know, 95% of all the, the residents of nursing homes in Wisconsin voted for Joe Biden. And it's, it's kind of interesting because, you know, like 20% of those people are, are either in comas or have dementia or, you know, but it was clearly just a, a, a ballot harvesting, uh, fraud scheme. And, uh, and they did this. That's what they did all over America. Uh, the Democrats cheated. They cheated their asses off. We all know it. Uh, and I also think that you've got this, the media itself, di- the media, you know, this is what I think 
this is more of the, the argument because it's it's very hard to prove the 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 nuts and bolts of how they cheated because we all know they cheated but it's very hard to prove it but the we we all saw how during the entire Trump presidency the media was constantly fomenting chaos and they did that on purpose because they wanted you to be exhausted and they so many Americans voted for Joe Biden in 2020 simply because they wanted the, the all the the chaos to end they were exhausted with all the Trump craziness but of course Trump himself was not the source of any of that craziness it was all the media the media spent all day every day drumming up all this craziness all the chaos and the emotions and uh, and 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 the division the ra- particularly the racial division and and you know t- tell, telling us that it's all about white supremacy white supremacists are everywhere they're behind every bush and so i think a lot of people voted for joe biden just because they wanted it to end they wanted it to just end they wanted to finally you know be able to sleep at night and relax and not have all this crazy they thought joe biden would be would be calm and everything would be fine everybody everything would be normal of course, they didn't realize Joe Biden is a basically a puppet of of communists. I mean, they're the the left the 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 people in the people running this country right now are the most revolutionary leftists since the Bolsheviks, and I I'm deadly serious about that. But that's subject of a I mean, and that's been a running theme of what I've been talking about. These people are communists. And uh, and that's a been a running theme, but that's beyond the scope of this episode. I just want to focus on uh, on so what I think that that Trump should focus on when he talks about the 2020 election. He should say, you know, let's just put aside all the all the the, the ballot harvesting and the the count the vote counting in the middle of the night. Let's just talk about how the media fomented chaos every day all day to try to get people to be exhausted and tired and and seeking relief and and he should blame the media for that and say look i am not the source of all of this chaos the media is the media is the the they are the ones drumming up all this chaos and all this emotion they're the ones doing it and they're doing it for a reason they're doing it on purpose so that you will be exhausted and so that you will vote for joe biden so um you know and so you won't vote for me because you you know in the run-up to the 24 election they're doing it again because they they want you to to feel like oh my god if we elect donald trump it's going to be chaos and and just you know just it's craziness every day all day it's going to be craziness but none of that craziness will come from me, from, from Donald Trump. None of that craziness will come from me. It's all generated by the media. So all you have to do is tune it out and turn them off and forget about them. Don't listen to them. So that's one thing. And I think that that was part of the problem with the, with the, the 2020, with the Black Lives Matter protests. Basically, 
Remember in May, June 2020, that's when they surrounded the White They literally surrounded the White House. And they had to take Donald Trump under into a bunker underneath the White House. I mean, that's what they did in 2020. They and that that's part of this whole thing is they they basically put a knife to the throat of of the American people and said, "Give us Joe Biden, or else we're going to burn this country to the ground." That's what the Democrats did, and that's basically what a that's basically a color revolution. That's what. That's sort of the template of a color revolution. You know, you get a crowd of people, you you just foment chaos and violence all around you, and then you you make demands and say, none of this is going to stop unless you give us Joe Biden. Give us Joe Biden or else the chaos and the and the riots and the smashing of your car windows and your and the the, the roaming roving gangs. Of, of leftists demanding that you raise a fist to to Black Lives Matter, all this stuff. None of this is ever going. None of this is going to end until you give us Joe Biden. You know that is how they they did it in 2020, and that's that's what they're going to do in the future. So it's so I think Trump needs to talk about all this stuff. Uh, and uh, the other thing that he needs to talk about, he needs to focus on, is the the 52, 51 members of the uh, intelligence community who lied to the American people. That is the clearest example of election interference maybe we've ever seen in, in American history. Basically, five former CIA heads, <laughs> directors of the CIA, and, and you know, so 51 members of the quote-unquote intelligence community, these are people that we're supposed to trust. And these are the people who willingly, purposefully lied to the American people in order to trick them into voting for Joe Biden. That really happened. And and Donald Trump should talk about that every day. The CIA lied to the American people, the CIA, the FBI, all these people in Washington. They willingly, purposefully lied to the American people and tricked the American people into voting for Joe Biden. And and that turned the election right there. That right there. You could forget about everything else and just focus on that. And that is how Washington, the people in Washington, essentially interfered in the election and threw it for Joe Biden. Incredibly dishonest. These are tremendously dishonest and self-serving people because remember they they don't care what president you want they wanted a president that would be good for them the washington establishment the washington intelligence community the warmongers the people uh, you, you know the military industrial complex the the people who spy on you who lie to you who control you, control the information that you get. They wanted Joe Biden. They didn't want Donald Trump. So, I mean, that is, you know, these are horrible people. They're evil people, warmongers, and they wanted Joe Biden. So, and they tricked you into voting for Joe Biden. Uh, So that's, I think, what Donald Trump should focus on when he talks about the 2020 election. So, 
Okay, another thing he talked about, well, she asked him about was January 6th. Um, and of course, you know, this, she, she, she talked about, why didn't you tell them to go home? And of course he pulled out his piece of paper saying, well, actually I did tell them to, I did tell them to go the day before he told them to be, you know, respect members of the law of law enforcement. Uh, and on the day, January 6th, he said, respect law enforcement. Um, and he told them to go home. He told them to be peaceful, peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. And she, of course, Caitlin Collins, who hates Trump, obviously, clearly hates Trump, kept hammering him. And uh, it was such a, a huge uh, moment where clearly everybody could see very clearly the bias. Again, how they were just, CNN was just, she had her marching orders. Her orders were to attack Trump with, with, at, at every moment and, you know, try to make him look bad because of January 6th. And look, January 6th, people were angry. People, millions of people were angry about the, the 2020 election. And we still are. We're still angry about it. And, uh, you know, we've lost faith in the process, in the election process. And when people lose faith in the election process, they don't have any... Uh, you know, they, you don't leave them any any uh, avenues to, uh, to to alleviate their their fears, their concerns, and and a lot of this was the media's fault. And I think that Trump should have talked about this. About uh, this is all because of the media. You know, if the media had honestly and openly looked at any of the allegations of voter fraud. If the media had honestly and openly looked at any of these allegations and uh, and allowed people to air their grievances, and and if, if the if CNN had actually looked into it and investigated any of this stuff, maybe we would have had maybe people wouldn't have been so angry and people wouldn't have lost so much faith in the system, but because. CNN and everybody in the media basically just shut up and said, nope, there's no fraud. No fraud at all. Stop it. You can't even talk about it. You can't talk about fraud. It's nothing. You know, they just, they just silenced anybody and called anybody who dared to even raise even the slightest question. They called anybody who even raised even the slightest question a conspiracy theorist. Nope, you're a crazy conspiracy theorist. And... That caused so many Americans to just completely, first of all, lose faith in the media and lose faith in, in the election process. Because honestly, the media is, our, is, a, is an incredibly powerful tool for, for the American people to, to, to look into this kind of stuff. I mean... How else can we, you know, if we don't have any investigative reporters or journalists who will listen to us and who will actually, like, look look into this stuff, then who will, you know? And if the people in the government won't do it and the media won't do it, then who will? Who will do it? Nobody will. And so, basically, you know, you could, you could literally have a, a coup in America— and 
who would stop it? Who would stop it? If nobody in the government would stop it, and if nobody in the media is even going to like raise a question about it, or, or uh, uh, you know, you you basically, uh, I'm saying that the media is is very powerful. It's a very powerful tool. Normally, in you know, in the past, the media has been a check on power. But now the media, and, and of course, I mean, we all know this, the, now the media is no longer a check on the power of Washington. The media is an enabler of the power of Washington. You know, the Washington power establishment wanted to get rid of Donald Trump and install Joe Biden. And they, and the media enabled that. The, the media and anybody who who was against that, who, um, who wasn't on board with that agenda, was just silenced and forgotten about and um, and called a, cons- a crazy conspiracy theorist. So, so I think that, that when, when we talk about January 6th, I think Trump should attack the media, you know, because January 6th was largely a product of the media not doing their job. So... Um, now, uh, I'm, I'm 17 minutes in, I'll go one more and then I'll, I'll split this up into a couple episodes maybe, but, uh, about January 6th, Trump's point about Pence, Mike Pence having the ability to send the, the whole process back to the, to the, uh, state legislatures, he really won this point because, because she, Caitlin, Caitlin Collins was saying that, that uh, no, he didn't. He never had the, the authority to do that. He never had the authority to do that. And then Trump was like, "Well, well then why did they have to change the law later?" Because um, she said, "Well, it's that it's the uh, Electoral Count Act." And so, if there wasn't some kind of gray area, legal gray area there that allowed uh, Mike Pence to just to send the the voting process back, send the electors back to the state legislatures, if that wasn't really in there, if there was no authority for that, well, then why did Congress have to change the law? So Trump totally won that point. I mean, totally won that point. And then uh, the next thing was, was she asked about the Proud Boys. Oh, does that mean you're going to, because he said he, he would pardon most of the January 6th defendants. And she said, oh, does that include the Proud Boys? And of course, this is what CNN wants the talking point of Trump will, you know, the, the headline, Trump promises to pardon white supremacists. And of, of course, I don't know who the Proud Boys are. I really don't. But if CNN calls them white supremacists, I don't believe them. I don't believe anything CNN says. I don't believe one word CNN says, so or one word that the Washington Post says or the New York Times says or MSNBC. I don't believe anything these people say. So I think Trump should, uh, and he did the right thing. He said, I would have to look into the case about the, the Proud Boys. But he should say, uh, he should say basically, you know, well, I, mean, I know you, you don't want me to, uh, to, pardon the Proud Boys because you say they're white supremacists, but I don't believe you. 
I don't. I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to agree, agree with you that they are white supremacists until I hear the case against them that says, you know, are they white supremacists? I, you know, during Trump's presidency, I thought he should have had the main guy, uh, Enrico Terrio, the head of the Proud Boys. He should have had him on, like, you know, bring him up, bring him on television, and say. Enrico Terrio, let's sit down and you tell me, are you a white supremacist? And I'll bet Enrico Terrio would say, no, I'm not a white supremacist. Um, and he would explain who he really is and what he really believes. And you can agree or disagree with what he believes, or you know, I don't know. I don't really. I, I have an idea of what he what they they I think they call themselves more like Western chauvinists, where they believe in Western civilization and. Uh, which, of course, to the Democrats is the, you know, is poison, you know, Western civilization. The, the Democrats are very anti-Western civilization. Uh, but I think that uh, that's, you know, I, like, like I've said, Trump should have done much more bypassing of the media. Bypass the media. Sit down with people on camera and talk straight to the American people. On, do it on your own. On, I mean, now you've got Rumble. You've got a Rumble page. You can do that on. Uh, but that's how you you've got to bypass the media and just just leave them in the dust so that nobody will ever turn CNN on ever again. Um, but all right, I'm just going to stop there because it's 21 minutes here because that 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 covered about uh, about half of what they talked about in the maybe a third a little more than a third of what they talked about in the town hall so the next episode i'll keep going with this and talk more about the town hall the trump the return of trump part two so all right that's it so thanks for listening thanks for hanging in there with me and uh i will see you on the next one all right bye-bye